episode 372, The Rant, Evan Barnes, Board 127 Boys Certified Basketball Official, ready to tackle the basketball world, all the while taking officiating by storm. If there was one word I could describe, Evan, it would be, nope, I can't even do it. He's eager, ambitious, and wants to sublimate his love of sports, especially basketball. Once he found out that there was a bag, he wanted to put on the stripes. We chop it up at the chop shop. My conversation with Evan, coming up right now. I can't even find the words of what I'm going to say, but I want to welcome myself back. I feel like I took a creative sabbatical. I had to collect my thoughts. I had to live life. I had to just be, especially as an official. But um, as a lot of people know, my boy Irv uh, recently passed away and I'm taking it hard. But I want to channel that energy and try to get as creative as possible because when I think of my man Irv, you know, he's 39. He's never going to see 40. He's never going to see his kids become teenagers, get married, have kids, have their own family. I felt like he has always been deprived. And specifically when we're talking about officiating, I'm really sad that he wasn't able to do a varsity game with me or able to do a championship or a state championship or a federation. There was so much more room to grow in. I feel like I just want to get as creative as possible, get referee rent back to where it was. I don't know. I just feel like a creative renaissance is coming. But I figured the first person that I was going to jumpstart referee rent, of course, I'm Ralph the Ref, your host was this young man that, ironically, I met, I think it was like my third day at volleyball camp this year, and I was texting Micaiah, and I think I was just trying to get some coverage for Bolden Mac because I know she lives in Amityville. And then she was like, give me the three best refs that are, best refs that are in Island Garden. And she gave me, it was her, Dave Sandberg, and Evan Barnes. I'm like, all right, so tell me more about these people. And I'm like, she says, uh, 
they're really good. You got to trust me. I said, all right. So I think that's when we had a conversation. But I want to welcome my super special guest, Boy 127, board, board 127 certified basketball official. Also played Upper Room. I played for Upper Room. And you and played, played for St. John the Baptist for a yeah, little man. bit before I got hurt. Yep. My man, Evan Barnes. How are you, man? I'm good. Glad to be here. I'm sorry, I just had to do a little long window. That was tough. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. That was tough. Well, I hope that eased your nervousness, by the way. We took a Tito shot. So. We definitely did. Hopefully, he's in pocket because I feel like I'm in pocket. But, um, you know, I really think the ambition that you already have, the passion that you already have of officiating really emanates. And I just wanted to speak to you in person because... Um, I feel like the wisdom that I have in terms of officiating, obviously you could talk to me about play calling and whatever like situation, but I'm all about the cerebral cerebral part of officiating. Mm -hmm. Like I really want to get down to the nitty gritty of like, if you had a specific goal, like this is how you need to attack it because yeah. aside from the things you can control, yeah. a lot of things that you can't control plays a big part in the officiating. But, um, I was glad to hear just reports of how you're doing well for the games mm -hmm. that you've uh, been assigned. And, you know, I'll just say that, too, because um, I try my best to not go out there. I know that's kind of like backwards. Yeah. Like I told you before, you're like a little ghost. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like I feel like sometimes, especially like when you're at the point where I'm at. Yeah. You got to like pick and choose where you're at and you can't like be there all the time or I else it's you. like. It changes the perception yeah. of of how you are, and not that I care about perception. It's just more like I graduated from that. I'm just onto mm -hmm. different things, and yep. I think it's it's like the necessary order. Like you're meant to have that situation for you at this moment in time, mm -hmm. because one day the this won't be your situation. There'll be another situation, and you grow and you grow. Yeah. Um, I'm really interested. Um, I always try to persuade people to officiate because you know how it gets to the bag and you know how fun it is and it's something that you finally monetize the sport that you played forever but you said something so interesting and I truly find that your aspirations of where you want to be how you take it serious you show that you're passionate and how much you want to just get to the bag you know I really think that you're already at a faster trajectory than when when I started. Um, and that's just, you know, that's cool to see. I appreciate see. that. Um, but you said something really interesting because you said that you're prone to being injured because you had an ACL and we'll get into your high school career and your college career and all that. Yeah. But you said that since you have so much to lose and you're only 26 years old, yeah. you have so much to lose and you're not going to have the ability to make money off of refing by playing I just thought that was very interesting because people at your age are normally like, like for the foreseeable future, they're just going to continue to keep playing. Yeah. Was that a hard decision for you? Was that something that like it took? I mean, it did. But like I said, I do have a, a three-year-old. I got someone counting on me at home. And if if I get hurt, maybe she might not be able to have what she has. You know what I mean? And she has a lot, let's just say. Like, what do you think you like better at this point in time? Um Really good games or a lot of money? And yeah, I just want to like normalize the, the yeah. money part of it because it's just so hard to convince people to ref. Like I just want yeah. to say like this is a lot of money. 
Yeah. Like, I don't care about getting yelled at. It's mm-hmm. a lot of money. Go ahead. Yeah. You said, what do I like, really good games or a lot of money? Mm. You like the prestige or you like the money? I think I, I like I think I like the games. Mm. I like I like really good games. Of course I love the money too, but I don't think that's the most important thing in life. Of course it gives me um really nice things, but m- my most important thing in my life right now is happiness. Mm. Like I feel like being happy is also being in a peaceful state of your life and that's how everyone should be mm. in a way. So I want to just go back to I guess the early beginnings of, cause I'm so confused. So you're in 127, but you work in Queens and you live in Queens and you go back and forth. And so I just want to know where are you from? Where did you play? And and what sports did you play growing up? All right. I'm originally from Wine Dance, New York. I went to uh, Wine Dance Elementary School. I think it was called La Francis Hardiman. And then I went to Upper Room with my brothers and my sister from fourth grade up until ninth grade. Oh, you were there for a while. I was there for a little while. And uh, then I went to St. John the Baptist when um, one of my coaches became the head coach there. I went over there and I wanted to play under him. So, Interesting. Yep. Um, talk about your basketball career. I've never heard of this school, Upper Room, until my yeah. boy Jason Crafton ended up going there. It yeah. was like... And, Bro, I used to bust his ass when we were in grade. I used to get in him, but yo, he started becoming a loser. Like in seventh grade, yeah. he'd go to the park and do drills. Like, what are you doing drills for? Like, I'm going to kill you in the game. Yeah. Well, he ended up playing at Nyack, and he's yeah. like the all-time leading scorer. Now he yeah. coaches at University of Maryland, Eastern Shore. Yeah. Um, but what was that experience like, and what was the reason you transferred and ended up going to St. John the Baptist? And also, what... uh. Did you achieve anything? Did you guys win any championships? All right, so my eighth grade year, I don't have too much of a big basketball career, but being that I was a decent ball player from the ages that I played, and I played for several AAU teams, I do have a lot of friends in the basketball world just because of those connections we made playing on those AAU teams. But I um, I played JV and varsity in eighth grade at Upper Room. I won a JV, and, a JV championship, and then I moved up to varsity. And then ninth grade year came around, and uh, I played JV again because there were, they were on a national schedule at that point, and they didn't need me. They already had a whole bunch of recruits. I'm in, I'm in ninth grade. They don't need me. So I lost in the championship in ninth grade, but it was very, like, uh, competitive in the, in the league we played in. We had Gianni Ford, who played at Boys and Girls High School, and um, in that league, and he was good. He played at um, Our Savior New American when we played against him. And uh, my 10th grade year, I ended up going to St. John the Baptist. And I, got, I was ineligible for a little bit just because of my grades. I wasn't applying myself in school. And then my 11th grade year, I had got injured. You tore your ACL? Tore my left ACL. How'd you do that? Non-contact play? I was one of the, I was a super athletic kid. Like from eighth grade on, I had a whole bunch of different trainers. I went to Britton Kelly, who was like a big agility and strength and conditioning trainer. And I was just super athletic. So we were at, uh, like, we had an open run. Coach Dre always used to have a whole bunch of college coaches in the gym for uh, this one player we had, Tavon Ginyard. But there was also other Division One players he would have pull up to the open run and play in front of these coaches and me showing off my athleticism, I ended up dunking the ball and it was it. It was over after that. I recovered. 
I was really good going back into my senior year, but I ended up tearing my ACL, my other, my right ACL, my senior year again. So wow. I didn't get too far in basketball, but I ended up going to Farmingdale, Farmingdale State College. That's where I graduated from. I got my bachelor's degree. Um, and I won two intramural championships. We even made it to like the, like the round before you make it to the national intramural ch- championship, which is in Texas. So like, I guess you could say I played a little college basketball intramural wise, but it, w- it wasn't nothing, nothing too crazy. I'm just around the game that I love. And that's, like I said before, that brings me back to happiness. Tearing your ACL at such yeah. an early age and yeah. then also working back to try to get back to a hundred percent and then. Yeah subsequently tearing the next one Mm. how do you think that shaped you as a person that you tore your acls both of them i want to say this is what i want to say i want to say it kind of reminds you to always have a plan b because that's what my mom used to tell me but then when you see all these kids who do make it to the nba they tell you there's never a plan b so the fact that i had that plan b in my head maybe that kind of contribute to the fact that like maybe basketball and that sense wasn't my story but at the place that I'm at now all the connections I made basketball wise it's like it's like maybe this is going to be my story not Mm -hmm. playing but being around the game that I love because I'm literally around it every day refing I'm around different players stuff like that like I said I have one of my best friends played in had like a a a good career a decent career in the NBA he's still young we're hoping he gets back in this year not hoping he's gonna get back in the league this year actually so very hard yeah it is it is but there's a documentary on Prime Video now and it's about um they follow like four G League players and it's like they look stuck yeah well not Scoot Henderson you know Scoot Henderson yeah I know Scoot um who you think gonna be better, Wembenyama or Skizoot? Mm, that, that's a lot to get into, but I think Victor Wembenyama is gonna be better than school. This is why. So if Victor Wembenyama isn't good offensively, let's say he's not made out to what he seems to be, right? Mm-hmm. If he's not good off offensively, he'll always be an elite defender, which will make him an All Star, which will make him get that max contract just because he can play defense. Defense sells games. Often, Offense sells tickets. Like, mm. I believe that. Like, mm. it shows. Interesting. So, what do you? what's your take on it? Who do you think is going to be better? Oh, women, yeah. Man. Okay, I okay. Mean, How do you feel about Scoot, though? Scoot's going to be Scoot's a multi, multiple-time all-star. Yeah. 100%. I mean, mm-hmm. you could just see the... You saw the game when he, he played them? Wembenyama? Yeah, yeah. yeah Scoot was giving, those... him, giving him the B.I.C. yeah. yeah. He went right at him, like, yeah, no yeah, problem. No problem at all. And he 18. That's, yeah. He definitely got a grown. I'm sure he's a little kid, though. I'm yeah. sure he's, but he, he definitely got a grown man game. Yeah, definitely. So this hustling of officiating, obviously you played basketball. What mm. got you the inkling? What got you the, what planted the seed for you to start officiating? My my best friend, Tyler, uh, longtime best friend of 16 years, like, Blood couldn't make us any closer. Like, that's really my brother. Um, he was refing, and I see, I saw the amount of money he was making, and he was having fun with it, too. And he was meeting new people. So I'm like, I got to do this, too. Like, it's really just going to help my life. And then when I started, I'm like, all right, I'm enjoying this. This is cool. Now I'm really around basketball every day, like, to the point it's like, wow. Like, do I need to be around this much basketball? You know what I mean? But I enjoy it, like... I enjoy it, but yeah, Tyler definitely planted that seed. Interesting. Yeah. What uh, what was the experience taking the class like? 
Did you take it with um, Steve or you took it with Bobby? I took it with Steve. Yeah. How was that experience? It was cool. They showed us a lot, different mechanics, uh, made sure we worked on our mechanics, and they would, like, test us on stuff. Did you have to do a lot of unlearning after you read the rule? Because what we all do is we'll watch the NBA so much yeah. when you're playing in the playground and yeah. whatever happens in high school. But all that gets mixed up when you're just doing high school sports. Yeah. You, you don't, you know. But um, did you have to do a lot of unlearning because of all of the experience that you had yeah. in basketball? Yeah, especially um, one of the calls where it's like, it's not a hop step, but there's no gather step in high school. So I had to learn right. to call that that's a travel. And kids are not understanding that because there's refs out there that's not calling it. You know what I mean? But I'm calling that since I know. Like, by, like the way James Harden plays, you're not playing like that in high school. Oh, like, well, they don't got the skill to play like yeah. that either. I mean, these kids are getting elite, though. They they definitely don't have that skill. But these these kids are way more skilled now than they were back in the oh, day. Oh, for sure. But yeah. I feel like they all kind of play the same. Like, they yeah. do the same cadence. Everyone has the same bag of moves. Like, yeah. okay. I mean, there's a select yeah. few that have different things, but yeah. for the most part. Um, just looking at the Chop Shop, what, what particular article do you gravitate towards? Because I know this is a lie. I don't even know how you would describe this to a person. Like I said, I can't describe this. This, The Chop, Shop's, the chop Shop is fire, though. It really is. Um, I don't know, bro. There's it's, a lot in here. Like, yeah, it's overload. It's what overload. Is, what is that up there? Which? Right there. Is that an article? Is that that a, wood? Yeah. That, That's my mom's college degree. Okay. Yeah. That's fire. Where'd she go? She went to the University of Santo Tomas. It's like the Harvard of uh, Manila in the Philippines. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Nah, I love the LeBron James jersey. Me too. I got another one over there. Yeah, you see I the saw Cleveland it. One? I saw it. And I got... Where's the Heat one? The Heat one is... Oh, it's behind the... It's on the other side of the, the bar. LeBron's my guy. Yeah, I like LeBron too. LeBron's People my say that player. you know he's not as good as Michael Jordan, but uh. yo, my man, we watching the. I think it was like the semifinals. Yeah, and he was like, he ain't better than Jordan. I'm like, he is right now. Jordan in 2023 get washed up. Yeah, but the man is still playing. Like, why do we gotta talk about Michael Jordan? Like, we ain't yeah, watching Michael exactly. Jordan. Exactly. That's my, how I'm feeling. My whole debate is. I feel like people people around my age, they've never really seen Michael Jordan play but highlights, right? Yeah. That's why, like, LeBron is my GOAT because I've seen him play in games. Like, I've seen him play in, like— Michael Jordan was really a killer. Yeah, I don't know that. It's awful. It's, I don't it's know that. Probably... Like, his highlights look cool to me, but I'm like, kids are doing what he was doing then. All those moves he was doing then, now, so it's normal to me. The stuff that I was seeing he him do. He don't miss do. it all, though. yeah. And when it came to, like, clutch time, it always went in. It's, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, like, I don't know. LeBron's my GOAT, though. Um, I guess your perception of me, because this, this is interesting for me. Yeah. Um, I'm also trying to improve as an assigner, so, okay. um, you know, for me to deal with people that you never met and you yeah. only, you know, it's like, yeah, it's interesting. So Very. your perception of what I what you thought I was versus how I really am. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I didn't expect you to be like this, though. I really did not expect you to be like this. I thought I was going to be a You're a cool nerd. dude. I give you um, that. You're a cool dude. Like, that's a, that's a lot. Oh, that's a lot coming from me, too. You feel me? Because I'm a cool dude. Okay. I'm a cool dude. Yeah, you're, I, yeah. you're a cool dude, though. I give it to you. Like, Thank you, man. No doubt. No doubt. No Thank doubt. Thank you. Um, now that you got into basketball, I'll yeah. just say, and... You know, my, my my situation is different because I do as many games as you, but I do a lot of different sports. But I don't know if I would feel the same type of enthusiasm if I did basketball, 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 mm. basketball, basketball. Yeah. Like I need to do softball for I a little you. bit. I need to do lacrosse for a little bit. Mm. I need to definitely do flag football for a little bit. Mm. So would you ever do another sport? And if there is a sport... What would it be and why? Mm. I know I said baseball earlier, but that's because I like baseball. Uh, but it also looks way harder. Oh, yeah, it's hard. It, look, it, it looks way harder. But I would do... I really don't know the rules in any other sports, to be honest. You know about money, right? I definitely know about money. Okay, so if you know about money, you ain't going to learn? I'm not going to lie. I would definitely probably do volleyball based on the conversation, <laughs> the conversation we had early. You should. Earlier, oh, so like, the, the Suffolk games are smoke. Yeah. You know what they get? Like I always, because we always go to uh, Suffolk County because yeah. that's where all the smoke is. Yeah. So we're going to Smithtown this year, Harvestfield, John Glenn. Yeah. Um. Anyway, there's these all day tournaments of like forty teams, and we normally get into the finals of that. Like lat, like, and we're there from like seven a.m. all the way to like six. Yeah. Because we just we continue we just advance. Mm -hmm. We not we don't always win, but we're always like close in contention. Um, I'll talk to some of those refs that are refing those tournaments. They talking about they clearing nine hundred dollars in one day, clearing. Yeah. And they're going like this. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. Got I mean, into, <laughs> yeah, I definitely you, got in. Okay, so volleyball. That. Any other volleyball. sport? Um. I would say flag football. I just don't like being outside. In the, it don't be that hot, do it? During flag football season? Yeah, it's be hot. Yeah, I don't like being outside in the hot sun all day. Like, I'll do it for basketball. I don't know. I don't love football enough to do that. You got to <laughs> like, see me do it. I think yeah. if you saw me do it, you'd be like, oh, I'm signing up okay. now. And I'll just say it like this, too. In Suffolk County, um, they just, Nassau and Suffolk, they just started it. There's yeah. only 24 teams, so there's only varsity. There's no such thing as JV yet. There's no such thing as middle school. Okay. So, you know, the longer you take to finally get with it, yeah. you don't want it to be matured. Like basketball is yeah. like it's matured. But yeah. in flag football, they're, they only have varsity games. Mm. So it's just yeah. something to consider. But yeah. um, my final thing I wanted to do for you is I want you to describe what kind of ref you are at this moment in time because it's really cool, I think, for you to listen to this over time mm -hmm. and you'll kind of remember where you were in your yeah. career okay. because you're, you're going to change a lot. You okay. know what I mean? But I think if you kind of put down what you think you are now yeah. and then listen to this four years later, I think you're going to be like bugged out. Go ahead. What kind of ref am I now? Like in terms of the game? Whatever, or like, whatever you want to say. I can't answer it for you. Like, I feel like I'm decently experienced I, I like I was telling you before. I I ref some tough like seventeen U, 
Under Armour circuit, like, teams, games. That's so, what I like to hear. You know what I mean? Like, I, I ref that, but I still don't have the experience of refing a varsity city Catholic game, like Christ the King versus, I don't know, like Stepanak or something like. I did that. Yeah, exactly. You feel me? Like, I don't have that experience, but I think I'm a decent ref from for only being, what, seven months in? Eight months in, I think I'm decent. Like, are you ready crazy. to shave and take off your earrings to ref? Yo, they keep telling me that. They keep I'm, telling I'm, me that. You see me, I'm telling you that. Yeah, like, but I tell you what I do. I definitely be me before the game. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That, I just started doing that. I yeah. st- I felt like I just like within the past two years just earned the right to do that. Mm. But before I used to, well, during the school season, I still shave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not ready for it, but. <laughs> I'll definitely do it. I'll definitely do it. My shorty might not like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? My shorty might not like that. What, I'm no Chen here, but you, it is what it is. What if like, I told you I've done two school games and then I got three adult games? Isn't that something that you'd yeah, be interested in? Yeah, definitely. Shave definitely. it off. Definitely. It's off. Shave it off. It's over. I might Shave even go ahead and get the baldy. <laughs> I don't know about nah, all that. I don't but think I'm cutting the hair anytime soon. We'll leave some more meat in the bones for a part two, yep. man. I appreciate it. No doubt. Um, any final words you want to say before we part ways? Uh, I appreciate you because you held it down this summer. I really do. Like, <laughs> you, you held it down. You put me on to a lot of stuff. I know if I have any question about refing or a call, I could definitely go. I could definitely come to you first. Yeah, shout out to Mike Session and yep. Tyler. Um, Mike Session is specifically telling yeah. me that uh, you know, high praise. That's that's cool, man. That yeah. I'm respected in the referee community. I work hard. Yeah. On my reputation, you know, I hope that shows. Yeah, yeah. When I have interactions. Also, shout people. out to uh, Prodigy Performance. That's my, that's my boy Tyler's uh, training business. So if you're a kid and you're listening and you want to go train, go train with my boy Tyler Domus, also known as Tyler Air Jordan, the celebrity ref. Oh my God, the celebrity ref. I had to ref. throw it in there. All right, well we'll get I him had here. To throw it in there. Can you? Be here when he records? Of course. All right, so that's cool. We'll yep. wrap this up. Okay. Evan Barnes, Ralph the Ref. Yes, sir. This Appreciate is the rant. you. Guess what, New York, New York, we back. Mm-hmm. <laughs>